Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hello, everybody, and welcome to what I believe is the 138th episode of Hobby Addicts. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. I'm your host, Mitsugi. I'm back from a, a one week break, and I am here、oh, with some beautiful people. They are lovely. They are some of my best friends. We have the wonderful Mandy in Cincinnati, and how are you? Hello. I'm doing all right. I got my coffee, and I'm ready to talk about stuff. When you make coffee for the podcast, what exactly do you put? Like, what kind of coffee is it? How are you taking it? Oh,、um, it's a Keurig cup because I'm lazy. Okay. And what kind? <laughs> and it is a green. Is it Greenhouse? Green Mountain? Green Mountain. Sorry, I had to turn around and look at the box. Green Mountain.、Um, Like vanilla caramel、uh, brand. That sounds、and、really good, dude. And I put salted caramel、um, creamer in it. Ooh, Mandy with the fancy concoction. <laughs> Yay. And this, yeah. Deep, yeah. this deep, sexy voice that is encroaching upon Mandy's is Enzo, hailing from New York City, where it is probably freezing cold,、oh, but, yeah. ver- but very lively. And how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing great. It's. I actually I miss recording. It's been a whole week because of、uh, Anime NYC, but I'm really happy to do this now. I'm happy to be here with you guys. And I、yeah. have been busy watching some Netflix lately. And we haven't talked about any Netflix in a, a little while. Oh, oh, I can talk about what I've been watching on Netflix, dude. Oh, shit. Well, oh, I can. Well, we, well we, we may have time for that later, or we may, we may not because we are starting a little late. But I guess that, means, that just means that if we don't do it today, we'll have lots of other opportunities to talk about cool enough Netflix shows later on. But、sure. I have been watching a little show that just, I think it just came out on Netflix within the last month or so. It's recent. Yeah, it's definitely, it came out like, you know, timely for Halloween. Yeah, and it's called The Haunting at, like, Haunting at Hill House. Mm hmm. And mm-hmm. it is a show, I'm on episode nine, just so you know, I haven't finished it. I'm also, I, you don't have to worry about spoilers here because I won't be discussing the ending because I haven't seen it. So, but I have seen approximately 80% of it of the show. So, there's lots of cool things to talk about. And I think that both of you have at least sampled the show. Am I correct? Yeah, my, seen... r- my roommates finished it. Like,、uh, two of my roommates, fin- three of my roommates, all three of my roommates finished it. I, d- I just haven't had the time, but they all, they've all given me their opinions about it.、Okay. I finished the first episode, and that was it. Okay, so the show opens up, and、um, you probably have to help me with some of their names because I, I keep getting their names mixed up. but... The show opens up with this, with this family, and it's these two parents, and they have, I think they have four children.、Um, and the, it's either four or five, I think it's actually five children. And they're living at this house called Hill House. And what, what they do is they're like house flippers. So they, they buy a house, they fix it up, and they f- sell it. And then they, move, and then they move their whole family to the next house, and they live in the house that they're flipping. It's basically、right. how this happens. And so. They buy this huge mansion、uh, called Hill House, and it's up on this, it's up like kind of in the woods, and it's, it's this amazing <coughs> interior. Like, it's just gorgeous. It's, it's, it's almost like house on, the house on Haunted Hill type of a feel, if that makes sense. You know, it's,、right. it's got the big, like, 
the mezzanine hall with the big staircase and and big chandelier. Your, your standard haunted mansion. Basically, right? yeah. <laughs> the you're, one you're, that you're, the, you should not live if inside you went, of because there's you ghosts went, and things. If you went to Walmart in the haunted mansion section, you Wait, would what? find this house. You know what wait, I'm wait, Walmart has a haunted house section. Yeah, stay with me, stay with me here. If oh, okay. you went to Walmart and went to the haunted house section, you would find the house. It's oh, be- okay. what I'm saying here is it's a very standard like anyone that's seen a movie with a haunted mansion in it, like it's a very like standard house. I'm saying? Can you go to the haunted house section of Walmart during Black Friday and get like a super deal on a haunted house? Yeah, you'll for the price of one haunted ghost in that house, you'll have two ghosts haunting oh. you. Yeah, for the same price. Can you Buy believe one, it? Buy one, get one free. I got gotcha. you. Believe it? Uh huh. <laughs> you'll have double the torment. Crazy. Double the torment. Uh-huh. Double the fun. Double the fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are crazy. Mm, so the, back. <laughs> so the show opens up uh, with this scene where this little girl, the youngest girl, her name's Nell, is the youngest member of the family. And she's Ooh, just, I have a friend name now. Sorry. She's just screaming in her bedroom. And her twin brother wakes up and you know he's like, What the hell? Basically. They're little. They're 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 like four, four or five, right? Right. And okay. the dad comes in, and I presume you've all seen this scene. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, What's wrong? And she's like, Oh, it's the bent neck lady again. Yeah, the bent the bent neck lady, yeah. The bent neck lady. And so He's like, oh, well, it's just a dream. And sometimes dreams are really big and they spill out. And that's how, you know, you get scared, right? And so he, like, very mercilessly sort of tucks her back in and leaves. And I'm just like, this is already a creepy-ass house. And you're just going to leave her, your, your little kids in this room with the with this, you know, with all their fear. And she goes back to sleep. And over her over her shoulder, they, you can kind of see the bent neck lady's face coming out of the shadows, but right as they right as they start the opening credits, and it's just this really right. creepy imagery, and that, and that's a lot of what this show does is that it has, it's really great at, at at several things, and one of the things that it does really well is it has, it's very subtle, like it's a very story heavy show. It's not a it's not a slasher, it's not mm-hmm. it's not over the top horror like. Sometimes you'll see horror movies where the where the scary parts never stop, so you're you're always like in constantly tense. This is a very like very much a show where they'll they'll take twenty to thirty minute breaks without anything scary happening, and then they'll come at you with something that that surprises you. And so it's very good at at, at, at horror imagery, and it's mostly imagery of like dead people is what this show tends to do. Um, and I really appreciate that for of it because it's it's a very it's very it, it's very it is very story heavy and it's very slow to sort of unravel its story that it has to tell and there's a lot there to say and it's definitely a character piece all the characters get a lot of their own like pieces of the story that kind of come to light as the episodes progress through the you know it's not very long but as they as they sort of roll on every every character sort of gets their moment and um i really sort of appreciate that so how many episodes of this did you say you've seen, Enzo? Uh, I think I saw right before, like the hyped episode, which is like episode six. People think people tell me like, "Oh, you didn't get to episode six yet." So I think I'm either at four. I think I'm okay. at four. Well, then you, yeah. well, then, well, then you know that they do a lot of like timeline jumping in this. There'll be yes, yes, they do. Like that, like that's something you definitely have to like. You have to have like an open mind for it and not let it overwhelm you because it's, it's really not Ooh. that bad. It's, like if you watch Ooh, that- anime. If you watch anime with, you know, like, 
crazy time science. Like you can watch the show; it's not that crazy. But it you have overwhelmed to me and my sister. My sister and I were like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> the I, entire I, yeah. time. I mean, I like it's not easy, but I, like as long as you just like, okay, now they're in the past. Okay, okay, okay. This is the present. Yeah, I think it wasn't that. when they're like. It was obvious when between like kids and adults, but there were also time skips between like before they went to the house, after they went to the house, and uh, yeah, those kind of time skips were really tripping us up because it was the same actors. <laughs> the um, it, it it is kind of difficult at first as in the beginning of the show, but as the show goes on, there's a very there's a very important event in the in the in the show that I'm not gonna say what it is because it's a huge spoiler, but. Mm-hmm they a lot of the events i would say in episodes like four four through eight really because that's as far as i am they're really centered around this one event so you can kind of tell where in the timeline you are based on whether or not this event has happened you know whether or not they are actually doing Mm -hmm. the event that they that i'm trying not to reveal or whether they're after it so Mm -hmm. it's sort of easy it gets easier to tell where the timeline where in the timeline you are and also they this the age gap between how old the ma- the main characters are in the present and how old they are when the horrible events of the past occurred. They, their ages are so dramatically different that it's yeah. really easy to tell that you're like, oh, we're in the past now because this character is now six years old, and oh no, now we're in the present because this character is now thirty six years old. So it's very, but yeah, there's a lot of flashbacks, and that's kind of how they. They they do this thing in the show where they it, it, the way that it captured me was you know something really really messed up happens at Hill House because they tell you that yeah and they, there's an episode where the father is escaping from Hill House with all of his children and but they don't show you what went down in the house at that point you just know that it was really bad really bad and you're sort of really engrossed in the in the in the, in the TV show because you're waiting for the for the moment when they finally reveal to you how shit really hit the fan. So you're really waiting for that big reveal. And I can tell you that they haven't fully revealed it by episode eight. They're, it's, they're definitely saving it for the end. And it's really sort of starting to build a lot. And I'm really kind of excited to see how, how messed up this shit is going to be when we finally see it. So that's that's the number one thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah, so that's cool because usually with horror... <coughs> so in, in horror films, I feel like that's where a lot of recent horror films kind of lack in the in like the building to not like you know like it's gonna sound pervy but like to not climax too early right um i know <laughs> god damn it i know i wouldn't have thought that unless you pointed well, it out well, <laughs> oh i thought it oh yeah well i knew oh, okay. one or two of you was going to at least think that but um i think i think a lot of um, recent horror filmmakers kind of struggle with you know um with two things either being you know to they struggle with being obvious because I, I think I think my friends are huge horror film fans and they they always guess they always guess the endings to stuff all the time, and then two, uh, yeah, to keeping suspense up the whole time, um, up up until the ending so that the resolution's only like five minutes of the movie. Um, I think the last film that I a horror film that I saw that did a really good job of that was. The Babadook, I love. That I love movie. the Babadook. Yeah, so good. For sure, I love the Babadook. It's not even, and that's the thing. Like the Babadook to me wasn't even scary. Yeah, it wasn't even like a yeah. horror. Film? Yeah, it was like suspense. 
it feels like more suspense than anything. Yeah. You know, there's a discourse on PTSD and how it can manifest in people. But yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a good movie. So like, where like they keep the tension up up until the end, and then they re- because you do it think it's a ghost quickly. throughout the entire thing. Totally. You, totally. You, you, I yeah. mean. I mean, I guess spoilers for the fucking Babadook, but like, well, you know, yeah, <laughs> I was like, trying not know. to spoil it, but <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, so like, it's 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 kind of reassuring that I mean, by your standards, Mitsuki, that this show is you know keeping up the uh, suspense that so far, and you're almost done, right? Isn't it like isn't it like thirteen episodes? It's ten episodes. Tell oh, so you're really almost done. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's great. I'm happy about that because I mean, I mean horror is something so me and horror have a really weird relationship like I enjoy the horror the genre I enjoy those movies I don't ever seek them out um because mm. I don't personally because I even though they don't scare me like my brain will twist them into ways that, that those stories will haunt me for like the next few days the- so I don't pay to do that to myself but if they're on with my friends I will definitely watch them because I do enjoy it the other reason why I'm so engrossed in what and what the actual ultimate events will be of, of what happened that on that fateful night is because the characters in the present are so they're just so messed up. Like they're just destroyed as people. You got one of them is an alcoholic. One of them is is like extremely depressed and has hallucinations and is just really in bad shape. One of them is for the most part emotionless and is detached from most things. The dad is a wreck. The the one the one sister has some stuff going on with her that I can't really reveal because I don't want to give any spoilers, and the and the and the and the other son is like obsessed with horror and he writes horror novels but refuses to believe that anything that's related to horror is real, and so the family mm. and the family is completely dysfunctional, like and in a way that not even my family can can compete with to be honest, and and it just makes you think wow like what happened at that place. That made that just destroyed each and every one of the people that were there for those events, <clears throat> and because they spend a lot of episodes, I would say two through five, sort of fleshing out all the different issues and all the that, that the main characters have, and that's where a lot of the story comes from. They all have like their own personal crises, their own their own deep their own deeply flawed personalities that make them interesting, and at times make them unlikable, but also make you just wonder like what the fuck happened. Like what is going to go down, mm. and so, and so, and and because of that, um, the characters, the, the acting in this is really good. First of all, the some of the characters have, some of the characters have really lengthy speeches, sort of like these these very long monologues. Of, they're like, yeah, they're big like monologues in the sense that they're the only ones speaking for like a long, maybe two minutes, three minutes, and some of them are really impassioned, like. To the point where you just sit there and you just you're just in, transfixed on it, and you're like it's almost like eye watering because what they're saying is just so intense, and so and and several of the characters sort of get that money shot moment where you're like wow they've really got to flex their muscles as an actor or as an actress in that scene, um, and the, the 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 twin brother gets one like later later on when he's you know an adult, uh, Theo gets a real a really good one in episode eight that I was like damn like holy shit like that is crazy like the like the the reveal that she gives in episode eight is is unbelievable um and so like the acting i don't know i don't know how netflix finds these people like they they, dude i was just gonna say they keep pulling these no names off the street that are so talented it's like exactly yeah say it 
Yeah. Let them know. All, yeah, like I no, it's I was just thinking that because when you th- I when I think about first of all, and you know, just to go off like trusting Netflix is whenever I see a show that is remote, like kind of just like gets my interest by the thumbnail or the description. The, the moment I see that that same thumbnail or description says like by Netflix or like a Netflix original, like I will pre I will probably give it a chance because Netflix does do this super well. They will find amazing actors to to fill these roles that you've never heard of before, never, it's, ever, it's ever, 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 ever. It's insane. Like and and you know the Marvel like the, my my recent my recent Netflix binging has been Korean dramas, but and before that. Um, it's a it's you know i primarily watch netflix for the marvel properties and yes like the lead roles in these shows have you know prominent actors but all the side characters in the marvel tv shows you know like all the all the like sub villains all the well like the villains in some of them are all actors you've never heard of but like kill the role like kill the role so like it's it's cool that, that even in a different genre like horror like the Netflix casting is still like on point because it is usually amazing. And I, and I'm not I'm not a I'm sort of a film buff and that I've seen a lot of movies. I've seen a lot of TV shows, but I but I'm not like a film aficionado. Like I don't I didn't go to film school. I don't know a bunch of a lot about it. But mm-hmm. I feel like The Haunting has a lot of what I'm going to call just from my own mind. It's very exposed acting. And when I say that it's sort of like as it's. I say it in the same terms as 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 I would say it is when I'm when I'm playing piano, and that when like when there's a mistake, everybody in the audience knows there's a mistake. Some music is just written like that, and you can't really hide it. Well, the haunting has a lot of scenes in it that you know that they're great actors because they're not doing a lot of cut cutaways. Like they're not changing camera angles constantly. They're not right. They're one taking. They're one taking, and so not not only are not only are those speeches really long. And they're not cutting. Like it's just like on their face, and it's just a complete solo performance moment. But there's also really, really long single takes in this. So like if you guys have seen, maybe you've seen like the Royal Tenenbaums, has a yes has like a 15 minute take at like the end of the movie. Have you seen uh, Have you seen Birdman? No, I haven't. But I want to see it because I because I love Michael Keaton. Yeah, um, Birdman has probably one of the cooler no cuts um that i've seen in a really long time like it's a really crazy intricate uh no cut scene like it's super long but yeah so there's one of those in the haunting as well i would say it's probably at least 10 minutes long and it happens probably in episode six (coughs) six maybe maybe seven and the characters are just kind of going at each other because the tension in the family is at the point where they're just emotionally lashing out at each other and so it's a very intense, heated scene, and it goes on for ten minutes or so. And there's a lot of stuff happening, like they're knocking things over, they're the cameras moving in and out of spaces, but they don't cut the camera at all. So these actors, I like, think they're very long performances, and they're doing a great job. We were talking about that. I think Old Boy had a really long one in a hallway, if I remember. Oh, the fight yes. scene where he's like beating yep. people up with a bat. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's where Dare, like Daredevil, the Marvel property, pulls from Old Boy's hallway scene. They do oh, nice. each Daredevil season has a long hallway scene, which are also ridiculous masterpieces in my opinion. They're so entertaining to watch. They happen once once every season. They have like a like a solid ten minute like fighting cut that doesn't cut anywhere. Just one 
crazy take. There was a movie. I had a friend or uh, had. He he just moved away. Still, we're still friends. We killed him. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> he is a massive movie buff. Like his movie collection is like three times my manga collection. Whoa. And uh, Whoa. like yeah, like if you ever went inside his room in his basement, the, the walls were lined with movies. And he showed me a film a long time ago. I can't remember what it was. The entire film was one cut. There was no Crazy. cutaways through the out the entire film. That's I can't insane. remember what it was. If you remember, let me know because I would watch it just to you know put that in my archive of my yeah, brain. I'm looking it up. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. Oh, one shot. One shot. A continuous short feature film. Full length movie filmed in one long take by a single camera. That sounds crazy. Gotcha. I I'm gonna have wow. to watch that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that way, um, in that sense, you're like almost talking about theater, you know? Because right, theater, exactly. There's no, yeah. there's no takes, you know, and so maybe you might say, oh, well, people that perform on Broadway or whatever are the true great actors and actresses because they're so they have there's you can't hide behind multiple cuts on on a on a, on a <coughs> you can't do 17 takes on a scene. Until you get it right, you know. Nope, you, you got to do it in one every exactly. time. Exactly. So, so I'm not surprised this show had such good um, speeches. Like you were saying, the writing was really yeah, good. It is. Uh, really I was looking good. it up, and it's based off an old novel. And I was looking down, to, like just through about stuff on the novel. And Stephen King apparently said uh, it's one of the finest horror novels of the late of the late 20th century. Hmm. <laughs> well, it is really well written. Like that's what drives the story. It isn't that scary. It's just very intriguing. Yeah. The story is very intriguing, but there's enough scary stuff in it to keep you to keep horror fans engrossed. And and they and they do a nice job with sort of putting every episode sort of ends with something that's scary or intense. So you almost you almost waiting for the end of each episode. But I would say maybe every every hour long episode, except for the one episode that Enzo was talking about, where your friends were like, "Oh, did you get to this episode yet?" That episode, I think, is 80 minutes. Um, each episode probably has three or four s- scenes where you have the potential to be scared. But they're not, they're not pounding you with that. It's very much about the story of the family and a lot less about, you know, let's just have people all get axe murdered or something. Because that's not the kind of show it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, in that sense, like, the show's approach to horror is a lot more... It's a lot more creepy than it is um, just flat out gross or scary. Like there's no body horror in this. There's no there's no slashing. It's 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 mostly ghosts and creepy images. Like there's a scene in the in one of the pasts where one of the girls finds Shirley finds a uh, a de- like a bunch of kittens in a, in a in their in their like shed. And the, the the parents let the kids take the kittens inside, and they're trying to like raise the kid the kittens with like milk eyedroppers or whatever whatever you do. Well, there's a scene where the girl's holding one of the kittens, and they, there's like some movement in the kitten's like throat, and like a spider crawls out of the kitten's mouth, and it was really creepy. And like that imagery really kind of gave me sort of the willies, I would say, when when it happened, and. There's definitely some like in, there's definitely some tense moments and even the cho- even the child actors in this are quite good because the the kids really have to sell the fact that they're really terrified at times because a lot mm. of bad stuff happens to the poor kids in this in this uh, TV show. Um, so yeah, the it's definitely a show for people that love acting and good writing. Um, 
as opposed to, you know, I, I was picking between this and American Horror Story. Mm, I haven't finished. I oh, had, I've watched a lot of that. Those don't really get my attention. I don't know why. Uh, they're hit or miss. I yeah. really like the one with the witches. The season, I can't remember which season it was. It that one was cool. That one was cool. I loved I it. The, I, I loved that, that season. <laughs> I, I ultimately passed on it because I was like, oh, this is a, this was this show was on cable. How how like how scary or whatever could it really be? It's so, not. So but I the so, witches one is great. You should watch that. <laughs> so I passed on it and watched the haunting the haunting at Hill House, which which was kind of ironic that like I didn't get the intense horror horror show I wanted out of the haunting at Hill House because it's not that intense. But I think that it makes up for it with like its overall quality. There's also something very intriguing in the house. There's this room on the t- on the top floor. The top floor of the oh, house yeah. has a room called the Red Room, mm-hmm. and it has a red door. And they've sort of there's been... a pony inside. What's that? <laughs> there's there's a pony inside. <laughs> well, they haven't they haven't got they haven't actually been in the room yet as as of episode eight. Yeah, yeah. I just like the part where the kids looking at the door. She's like, it might be a pony in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, the other kid's like, no, there's not a pony in there. It would be dead. It's it like, be dead. but it might be a pony. Just like let a girl dream, <laughs> man. A skeletal pony. I loved it. <laughs> so there's like a scene where the father's trying to get in there, and he's got a hammer, he's got a crowbar. He can't get in this freaking room. And there's something really bad in this room, and we don't, we still don't know what it is. And they're saving it for the end. Like you're so intrigued. Like mm. I want to know what's in this room so freaking bad that it's it's, it's almost like when you're playing Resident Evil. And you have one room left that you don't have the key a key to, and you're just waiting to get inside this room because you want to know what's in there. And part of the horror is not knowing. Is I, I kind of feel the same way about this room as I do about a lot of the rooms in a lot of horror games. Is that part of the horror of the Resident Evil games, like the Mansion and Resident Evil One, was always like the fear of not knowing what's on the other side of the door. Like you have to open the door and go into this room and be faced with whatever's in there. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the the unknown of what is in that red room in the haunting really pulls at you. And I really want to know what's in there because they've made it quite clear that whatever's in there is really messed up. And I'm dying to know. And it's the big it's the big secret of the show that they haven't given anything to any any info on. So but they've just they've they've shown like shadows under the door moving and they know there's something in there, but they just can't get in it. So it's really good. Um are you guys planning to continue watching it? Um, I'm I'm not, and I can tell you why. But because it's, because I, I, my friends have similar yet contrasting opinions to you. They okay. well, what, what do your friend? These are your horror buff friends. Most of my roommates who love they all love horror. Like they okay. literally love it. They love they love it. And my friend who's an editor of advice, like he's a huge film buff. Okay, he he like loves horror too, and he watched it with my three Go roommates. Go for it. So what do they? Um, say? they think. It was, you know, f- like uh, direction-wise, it was filmed super well. Like they like the camera shots, they like um, the aesthetics of the show. They think the house is really, like, really fit the scene. Like the the colors of the show really fit the show's tone. Um, what they don't like, um, and they all unanimously said this, they thought that the story was really obvious, and by they were unimpressed with episode six. Um, and since episode six, they did not enjoy the rest of the show. I know. I know. I'm trying to remember what exactly happened in episodes. Okay. Okay. Episode six is, is the episode that has the really powerful, um, one cut in it that I was talking about where they were, where they were just tearing at each other emotionally. Mm. So that's, is that, 
Yeah. Okay. Episode six is, is is one of the big episodes in the show. Yeah. I, I thought episode yeah. six was good though, but it's not. They, but, but it's not super scary. I mean, if they were if yeah. they were hoping for it to be super scary. No, 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 no. They 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 like they and I asked them that too, and they you know they said like no like you know by episode two we could tell this is not a real like horror show. It's like more like a drama suspense. You know, with suspense building the whole time. Gotcha. Um, but they. I don't know. They 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 all finished it and were like, "Oh, like that's it. Like that's obvious. <laughs> that's that's how they all felt unanimously." Mm. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I watched it with my sister, and maybe that's why. Because when you have two sarcastic assholes in a room, <laughs> we weren't very uh, impressed by the first episode. So maybe I might give another one a shot. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm not really the kind of person that tries to predict everything in a show because I feel like that ruins oh, it. Oh, I am. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to try to intentionally ruin the ending of something by, by like, hyper-analyzing it and picking it apart before I get to the end. I just kind of want to enjoy the ride. And, um, but, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of people are sort of, they do that inherently or they do it because they they think like you know trying to figure out the mystery ahead of time is you know a fun game or whatever whatever however yeah whatever I, yeah i'm all, yeah i i end up doing it without meaning to also like i like i don't know my brain just works on its own and like if if a show presents me x amount of clues and i just immediately go like oh that's probably how it's gonna end but not because i want to just because my brain does it oh a kitty i no. know she's i cannot so, get her to go so away sweet I tried. I kept like, go away, go away. She kept coming right back. Welcome I'm to sorry. the podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. say anything? Um, also, oh. that one shot movie that I was talking about, Enzo, was ca- apparently called Victoria. Victoria. Okay. Yeah, cool. I had to look it up. So noted. I recommend the. I recommend the haunting. I think it's it's um, it's a good horror show for people that don't want to see a lot of like gore, or don't. Don't want like over the top violence, you know, because that's not. It's very. It's a very PG thirteen TV show, so I would say I would say PG thirteen. Like the the, the horror is PG thirteen. Maybe the subject matter that that the a lot of the characters deal with is not PG thirteen because there's a lot of like drug abuse. Um, there's definitely sex in it and stuff like that. So it's probably rated R. But in terms of like why it's rated R, it's not because people are getting like their spinal cords torn out and stuff like that. It's probably so. rated R because it's. Because just because it can't be PG thirteen, you know what I mean. Because it can't be PG thirteen, right? It's probably R because of language. Well, there's definitely a lot of language in there. Yeah, that's right. True. Yeah, like that's in, like people people think the rated R is like some like satanistic crazy thing. Like no, yeah. like you you get an R rating just because you drop more than like six f bombs in your. Don't you get an show. R rating if you have so many drugs in it too? Yeah, yeah, it's a whole yeah. bunch of reasons well, for it. Well, there's like, definitely people yeah. shooting up heroin and stuff in the haunting. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Then, then yeah, it's, it's it's definitely rated R for language and for drug yeah. substance abuse, 100%. Uh, and and sexual content as well. And but right, exactly. So I uh, so I th- I think it's good for people that that want to see like a lower key horror show, and mm. maybe like some mystery because it, it, they're kind of unra- they're kind of peeling back the onion of the of what happened like little by little. And I think that's kind of interesting to have it revealed a little bit at a time. But I guess as as Amanda and Enzo have said, it's not not for everybody. But um, I've been enjoying it. So yeah. And, and your it, opinion your opinion in this in this realm is 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 one that I usually agree with. So it's interesting that my other friends that I agree with are on like the opposite ends. Of well, me. you've seen half of it, so you ought to be able to apply your own opinion yeah. at this point. Yeah. Well, well, at this point, so at this point, like it, mm, like it's fine. It's fine. 
I got so you. far. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Like it's not bad. It's fine. So since you guys are watching a lot of Netflix shows, are you able to? Maybe we can string together a run of Netflix shows here for the puff. For me, the, for I don't watch Netflix. <laughs> well, what have I, you? I, what have you been watching, Enzo? Maybe, um, maybe you are you? Do you know if you would be able to talk about any of these other shows on a on a upcoming Hobby Addicts? Maybe we could string together a couple Netflix episodes. Um, I. Yeah, I think I've watched. Yeah, I I could watch. I could. I've watched Daredevil three, which was amazing, and I've watched this Korean drama called Mr. Sunshine. That yeah, was, let's watch Korean dramas, dude. Listen, <laughs> Mr. Sunshine. I'm yeah. just gonna say flat out, was probably one of the best things I've watched in years. Wow, years. Wow. It. I have yet to find something to replace the void from it but it is it is like 20 it's like 24 episodes that are each like an hour 15 long so <laughs> i don't know it's um, a lot but, there uh, is one that i really wanted to watch it's i think on i think on netflix called uh the chilling adventures of sabrina oh yeah, I, really yeah, I, saw, watch that. I saw ads for it yeah that's on, yeah, netflix. It's on netflix yeah I, i've had a lot of people recommend that to me and i really want to watch it yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if I can like do like a like a string of Netflix episodes, but like like I would like if you guys if you guys at some point in your lives finish Mr. Sunshine, like I would love to talk about that because Mr. that show was Sunshine. that I think show my was amazing. It was literally Sunshine. amazing. Like listeners, like you guys watch it, talk to me about it because I'm only one friend in like my local area finished it and her and i have yet to be able to meet because her and i are both so busy but like we are actively trying to meet up because we want to like fangirl over the show <laughs> mm, my sister did watch this yeah she you really did? liked it oh my yeah. god yeah dude she told amazing. me to watch it all right guys let's wrap it up here i think um we have to uh get to another podcast as we often we do, do we do so but guys if you're listening thank you so much for listening and for supporting us the uh it's all for you and I hope you enjoy all the all the little tidbits of our of our other hobbies that we have, and we're always doing something outside of anime. So I hope you enjoy a little a little peek into our personal lives, and we enjoyed sharing it with you. And uh, yeah, until then, we'll be talking next time, maybe about games or maybe more Netflix. But we'll we'll see next week. Until then, peace out and uh, enjoy the enjoy the podcast. See ya. Bye. Love you. Love bye bye. You. I'll snuggle you.